Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today, I want to talk about imposter syndrome. This is a topic that I've been discussing with clients and with friends. And I want to bring it here because I think so many people struggle with it. Maybe you don't realize that you struggle with it. You've never put a name to it or you've never thought enough about it to see, okay, that's what I'm doing. So I want to bring it here today to discuss imposter syndrome, what to do about it if you're struggling with it, and how your brain will keep you in it unless you know how to override what's happening. But I'm going to teach you how to override your brain. So here we go. What is imposter syndrome? So I looked it up and just quick Google search and found an article from time.com that says imposter syndrome is the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or qualifications. It was first identified in 1978 by psychologist Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes. And it said that women were uniquely affected by imposter syndrome in the paper that they did on imposter syndrome. They theorized that women were uniquely affected, which I find so interesting. Since then, research has shown that both men and women experience imposter feelings. And it's certainly not limited to women. But in my conversations, <laughs> I find that women certainly talk about this more than men do. An estimated 70% of people experience these imposter feelings at some point in their lives. And what I find so interesting in the conversations that I've had with people about imposter syndrome is that what we're most afraid of is that we'll be found out, that we will be found out that we're a fraud, that we have totally lied, that we're living a lie. <laughs> and we're so afraid that other people are going to find out. But the truth is, most likely those same other people struggle with this as well. Most people do. Most people struggle with thinking this was all a fluke or I got lucky. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how my life has gotten to this point. <laughs> Who am I? Just all of these questions. And really the question with imposter syndrome that we're asking ourselves is, who am I to tell anybody what to do about anything? Because I don't have it figured out. I have nothing figured out. <laughs> so we spiral into this where our brain is just telling us over and over, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have your life together. Don't you dare go tell anyone else how to live their life because you can't get your stuff together. I'm going to try not to cuss on this one. <laughs> but our brain tells us all of those things. And I see it a lot with entrepreneurs, especially those selling a specific result or um, a service of some kind, but then feeling like 
I don't always live that out. So why should I tell anyone that they can do the same? I've certainly experienced this as well. And I'll give an example that I'm thinking of in just a bit. But another thing that I thought about when I was thinking about clients and conversations is I have a client who works in corporate and she was recently awarded best boss by her team. And her thoughts immediately went to, but I don't know why they would say that about me. I mean, I tell them to live a certain way, but then I don't live that. And I'm trying to help them live a better work-life balance, but I'm working all the time. (laughs) So do as I say, but not as I do. I mean, who am I? Just those kind of thoughts. And when we're in imposter syndrome, we're forgetting, A, who we are and what we've created and what we've done in our lives because our brain tells us that it's all a fluke, it's all a lie. Nothing is real. (laughs) So when we're in that, we cannot see what we have created, a life that we have and how many skills and how how great we are at some things because all we can see is that we're terrible and we're a total fraud. And I want to highlight a couple things that you're likely doing when you are feeling like an imposter and how it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what this means is if you feel like an imposter, you're likely doing one of two things. I've seen this over and over. So um, I've kind of boiled it down to one of two things. You either hide. So you think, who am I? I? I shouldn't be telling anyone anything. So I'm not going to. So you feel like an imposter. You feel like a fraud. You feel dumb. You feel inadequate. Usually those are the feelings that go along with this. And then you hide and you don't tell anyone anything. So if you have a business, maybe you don't show up on social media, you don't put your information out into the world, you don't tell people about what you do because you're in so much doubt and feeling inadequate that you don't tell anyone anything. (laughs) So what that creates is the result of you continuing to feel like an imposter and not showing up. So you repeat that cycle you still feel like an imposter. It doesn't make you suddenly feel better to think that and to feel inadequate and to do nothing. That doesn't help you feel any better. Or the other option is that you obsess over learning and being better, but in a way where you're extremely critical of yourself. So you might feel like an imposter. You might think, who am I to tell anyone anything? You feel inadequate. You feel, um, often you you just feel dumb, really. You feel uncertain. You're doubting yourself. You don't know enough. You think, and no matter if you have had years, life, a lifetime of experiences, lots of education, you've done n- numerous things in your lifetime, you still feel all these feelings of not good enough and you obsess over learning more. You think, I just need to know more. If I had more information, 
then I would feel like an expert. Then I could tell people. Then I could offer insight and wisdom and advice. But but not yet. I need to learn more. You obsess. You learn more. You listen to more podcasts. You read more books. You you do all of these things to learn more. But you still have the thought, I don't know enough. So you continue learning and spending your time learning, not sharing, not giving the world your insight and wisdom and information. You just keep learning. (laughs) So both of these actions that you take, neither of them get you the result of feeling any different and of sharing with the world the knowledge that you do have. Instead, they keep you right where you are. That's exactly what your brain is designed to do. (laughs) Your brain wants you to feel like an imposter because if you feel like an imposter, you won't do anything. You won't take action. You won't go out and tell the world what you know because to your brain, doing that is risking failure. It's risking being the biggest fear of an imposter. It's risking being found out. If you go out into the world and you tell people what you know, then there's that opportunity that they'll see who you are (laughs) and they'll see you for who you are and you will feel exposed and vulnerable and open. And then people can have something to say. They can have an opinion. We don't want that. So our brain wants us to stay in imposter syndrome because it'll keep us right here, right where we are. And that's great. To our brain, it means you'll be safe. You're perfectly fine right here. But in order to advance (laughs) your life and your mission and your goal and your vision for the world, you will have to overcome that thought, think differently about yourself, and go out into the world, even if the thought of, I may be found out is still underneath and still there and still simmering. (laughs) You will have to go out into the world believing a new thought more than you believe I'm an imposter. It doesn't mean that it'll go away. To overcome our thinking, I think we often think, and I thought this for a long time, oh, this other thought is just completely going to go away. I'm never going to doubt myself again. I'm never going to believe that I'm an imposter again. But that's not true at all. It will still be there. (laughs) You will just have this belief that's bigger than the imposter belief. You have this belief of what I do know is enough. What I have to say is important. Not everyone on the planet knows everything that I know. And I want to share what I know. You have to believe that more than you believe I am a total fraud and I'm going to be found out and people are going to know that I don't have it all together. (laughs) I'll give you an example of this in my own life. I am working on creating a webinar for the holidays. I'm going to be doing this in November about how to not feel overwhelmed during the holidays. Often the holidays can be very overwhelming (laughs) for people for lots of reasons. And so I was thinking about this topic, what I want to say, what I want to share. I've been writing out some ideas. And 
And I encountered an experience in my own personal life where I began to feel very overwhelmed with how to handle situations within my own family for the holidays. And immediately I thought, who the heck am I? How in the world do I think that I can go out and tell other people (laughs) how to not feel overwhelmed during the holidays when I feel totally overwhelmed by this situation? And I spiraled into that for a moment. And then I realized, oh, wait, the difference between me and most everyone else, especially the people that I'm teaching about overwhelm to, is that. I immediately knew what was happening. I am having these thoughts and I also have the ability to watch them as thoughts and I can see exactly what's creating the overwhelm. Whereas most people spiral into the situation and they're just completely overwhelmed and they don't know that their thoughts are creating the overwhelm. Instead, they think the situation is creating the overwhelm. However, I know that my situation is neutral and how I'm thinking about it is creating all of the overwhelm for me. So the difference is that I can see what the problem is and I could solve for that problem quickly versus someone else might just completely spiral and never be able to solve the problem and then feel overwhelmed the remaining time of the holidays. And I had to step back And remember, oh yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I forget often. I forget often that my thoughts create my results. And yet, I also know very clearly that my thoughts create my results. So it's funny, it's funny to, to laugh at how sometimes I forget. But it's also because I have acute awareness, I'm able to quickly step out. So this is a good example of how if I had believed my brain and thought, you're right, I am an imposter, I am a total fraud, who am I? I should just quit this whole thing because (laughs) why would anyone trust me (laughs) without to overcome overwhelm? And instead I could say, oh wait, I know exactly how to do it and I can do that right now. And then I can deal with this and then I can write down how I dealt with it and then I can teach people how to deal with it. So it's it's just so funny how our brains are always doing their best to keep us from this greater vision, this bigger life that we want only because it's truly afraid, what if people find out the truth? But what's interesting is, When you begin to overcome imposter syndrome, you can do like I just did and tell people a story of how, look at that, my brain still deals with it too, because I'm a human being just like all of you. We're all human beings. Our brain does this. It's what it does. It likes to keep us small and safe and where it feels very comfortable. But to be out into the world, to do bigger things, we will need to remind ourselves that our brain is going to give us these thoughts and our job is to simply comfort them, to think differently and to move forward. So to comfort the imposter syndrome thoughts 
we can simply say, okay, I see that. I see what's happening here. I see how my brain wants to keep me safe. Really, it keeps me stuck. I don't want to stay stuck. I want to move forward. I want to give this information out into the world. I want to teach my employees how to live work-life balance. And also, I want any kind of situation that comes up to challenge me in the best way. For me, for example, teaching this class and teaching this webinar, because I had a real life circumstance take place and I had an example of how to deal with it, I now can look at that and be like, oh, perfect. This is a perfect teaching point. (laughs) Look at that. Life gave me an example. (laughs) So I don't use it against myself and say, you're a total fraud, get it together. Instead, I can say, oh, that's great. Perfect. Now I have an example of how I could have easily spiraled into overwhelm, but I chose not to. I chose to step back, take a look at it, observe my thoughts and change them. And then when it comes to how to move forward, deciding to think I know enough right now to serve the people I want to serve. I know enough right now to be a great boss to my employees. I know enough right now to be a great a great parent to my kids. I think I'm not a parent, but I think that parenting is a great example because you'll never know it all. <laughs> you'll never know exactly how to be the perfect parent and every single step that you should take. We're all going to mess up a lot when it comes to building businesses and raising children and being in relationships with people and being a boss or a manager or a coworker, we're all going to mess up. But the failures teach us what we can keep working on, how we can evaluate and keep going. And with parenting, the example is I can be a great parent for these kids right now. I know exactly how to serve them today. (laughs) I know exactly how to teach them the thing that they need to learn today. That's it. It it really can be so focused in on what can I do today? How can I manage today? I know exactly how to love these kids. I know exactly how to love my partner. I know exactly how to love my business, love my job be in this present moment right now and problem solve for the problem right in front of me. I don't have to know all the answers down the road. Figure those out as I go. That willingness to learn and keep going is the gift of overcoming imposter syndrome and deciding you know enough right now. You know how to move forward with what you know right now and go out into the world and serve those in your life with the information that you have. If you don't know how to do that, if you're still believing your brain where it says you're a total fraud, what are you doing? Reach out. This is how I can help. I can show you what your brain is telling you, how you're believing it and staying where you are and staying stuck and not moving forward toward the things you want to do and want to create. How to overcome those thoughts, think differently about yourself, think differently about what it is that you want to do, and then take action in that direction to create the results that you want. That's the work that I do with my clients. And we're making moves. If you want to join us, send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Kristen Alana or at my website, kristenalana.com. 
K-R-I-S-T-E-N-A-L-A-N-A-H. I would love to help you overcome imposter syndrome and get moving towards the things that you want to create in this lifetime. Have a great week. Talk to you next week.